It's Sunday, and Michael Walron Jr. is getting ready for his worship service. He's not dressed in the style you expect of a pastor. He's wearing black rim glasses, a pullover, stretch green khaki pants, and sneakers. He is ready for the show, ready to be Pastor Mike. I'm Marta Campavadal Gauss, and this is Onomatopoeia, a podcast about the places and people of New York City. In this episode, Pastor Mike, the man behind the pulpit at the First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem. Pastor Mike is like a rock star. God said, I'm not impressed by your rituals. I'm not impressed by your ceremonies. I'm not impressed by your fundraising schemes. But a religious one. I'm not impressed by your slogans and your chants. I'm not impressed by your music and your offerings, your sacrifices. They mean nothing. Pastor Mike is known for his passionate sermons. Said, you know what I want? Justice. Oceans of it. What does that mean? His decision to become a pastor was as dramatic as his sermons. He recalls what led him to his career as if it had happened yesterday. I was in college, 1989, and um, I felt an incredible, it's what people call a call experience. It was very traumatic. Um, it involved a lot of crying and a lot of silence. And uh, I remember I, I was in the shower, and I felt the water felt heavy. I thought I was having a nervous breakdown. It was very strange. I thought I was losing my mind. Pastor Mike ran into his room crying. His roommate called their advisor. When Pastor Mike stopped crying, he told them what happened. I said, I'm going to be a preacher. That's all I could say. Nobody in my family had been doing this. No one. I just knew I was supposed to do it. That was at 18. And since then, I've just prepared myself to do this. And so I've always felt this call to do this work. From then on, Pastor Mike never looked back. I mean, I love people. I love being around people. But most of all, when I teach, when I preach, I love, I love the fact that something I said or did um, contributed to helping another human being the most. And people love him, too. His community treats him the way fans would react to their favorite musician. If I wasn't able to experience being under his leadership, honestly, I can say that I probably would be dead. That's Lawrence Hines. He's part of the media team at the church. He has dealt with depression, suicide attempts, and PTSD all his life. Pastor Mike's, uh, you know, teaching and just my, just opening my, my mind and, you know, my understanding about a relationship with God and what it means to be a part of a church. If that wouldn't have happened, that's why I said I, I would definitely be dead. Pastor Mike Rich has extended into the community at large. He created a mental health center that offers free services. The church also offers assessment of entrepreneurial projects. He also opened a school for adults who want to keep learning. He organizes a code giveaway in the winter, a weekly food pantry, and provides Christmas and Thanksgiving meals. Even outgoing Mayor Bill de Blasio is a fan. If you would only give me two or three or four hours, I could tell you how great Pastor Mike is. He was at Pastor Mike's service one day in November. There's extraordinary faith leaders all over the city, greatest city in the country, greatest city in the world. But I knew there was one who could move this city forward like no other. And I organized all the clergy of all the faiths into a single council to help us change this place and bring peace to this place. And there was one man 
who had the stature and the ability and the heart to lead them all, Pastor Mike Walren. He did an amazing job. It's easy to see that Pastor Mike has a real passion for what he does. When he speaks, it seems like he's speaking to God. His intense look, the excitement in his voice, and the power of his moving hands. Thank you for the privilege of breathing today. Thank you for the gift of life today, oh God. But there is something few people know about him. I'm extremely shy. And people think that's so strange because of what I do. But there's a big difference between me, what I feel, and when I stand to preach it, something else is going on. Pastor Mike Sontre has also found his calling at the church. He inspired me just to be my authentic self uh, within my work. He's 30 years old and the youth and young adults pastor at the First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem. He told me very early on, you know, if I wanted to do this, if you know, I was serious about following God's call, that you know, God's calling me to be me, um, not to be like him, not to be like anybody else, but just to be myself and, and walk in my own shoes and just really uh, be authentic and, and, and do everything to the person uh, that I am. Um, so that, that's been a big influence, and it's really helped me kind of just create my own path. Pastor Mike says that what he does is bigger than him. His job has become his way of making an impact in the world, but most importantly, in the Harlem community. Well done! You took what I gave you, and you made the world different. Well done! You've taken your gifts and you lifted humanity. Well done! You've taken your abilities and changed the world. This episode of Anomalopia was created by me, Marta Campaudal Graus. Onomatopoeia is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. Joan Farion is our executive producer and professor. Original theme music by Lee Fieldman. Our graphic was created by Sunny Bean. Special thanks to the Columbia Digital Librarian, Michelle Wilson. <laughs>